0: That's yeah. the question I want to ask all my dancers.
1: Yeah.
0: What is your plan?
1: The goal is to pay my dancers. But what, what what they do with it ultimately is up to them, which is something that Liz and I were talking about. Which is have, have like financial literacy for dancers because it's definitely yes. I think a gap in the market in regards to.
0: Oh, and catch Emory in my podcast very soon too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So make sure check that out. Like, what, what do you think are some of like the more common mistakes that that dancers don't get when when it comes to handling their money? It's because dancers are living gig to gig,
0: gig to gig, not consistent. To it. It's yeah. not
1: like you know, unless they have a part time gig or whatever that that, that brings inconsistent. But a lot of them are living on that hustle pre pre corona. But even then, like, what are some of the you, you know, what are some of the mistakes that you see them do
0: or I mean, don't do? I mean, everyone, I mean, everyone needs to handle their money a lot more. I mean, that, that, not just dancers, just everybody, but I think it really starts with the spending habits. It starts there. Like, um, not going out so much, not going like, I'm being honest, not going out to eat so much with your friends, like learn how and learn how to cook, uh, not, not shopping so much, not like, oh, I need shoes to dance. I'm all like, no, you have shoes to dance. You've been surviving off of that. You don't need new things until it's completely gone. Like really being more resourceful and really knowing what you need and what you want. So it starts Mm -hmm. with the spending habits first. And then here's another thing that I really want to share to the whole world is that like, yes, know and learn about not just where you're spending your money and not just how you're budgeting your money, but where you are putting your money. And you you really need to be careful and educate yourself with money. And that's the one thing that me and my husband really wanted to do was if we were to earn more money, even though I, we're blessed to where we are, we're, we're educating dancers or high school students, not high school, college students, and he's doing physical therapy, we are great with money and we are blessed with money and we know what to do with our money. But the one thing that we wished we did back in our twenties or even in our teens,
1: <laughs> I'm being
0: honest, is to really value it a lot more.
1: Yeah.
0: Learn about the 401k. Learn about the Roth IRA. Learn about like tax-free taxes, the different accounts that they offer. Yes, it sounds boring. And you're like, yo, I'm not going to need this. But I'm all like, you guys, you invest your money in classes. You invest your money in shoes. You invest in money in trainings. You invest in so much money just for the choreographer to notice you. You have to learn where your money is going and learn to control where your money is going and take ownership of that money. And the one thing that I really want to share with dancers is you're going to constantly invest being that professional dancer. Mm -hmm. You're going to constantly invest. And yes, go for it. Invest, invest, invest. Get those headshots, get those reels, get those auditions, nail it. But once you get that dream gig, what? Is the plan? That's yeah. the question I want to ask all my dancers.
1: Yeah.
0: What is your plan? Because if you're gonna just spend it all of it on something, mm. you need to replan.
1: Yeah, just take put all that and fucking put it to rent or put it nonsense.
0: Yeah, and side. I'm just yeah. like, we're my business with my husband is just to educate our dancers in different vehicles, di- diversifying their portfolios, knowing where to put their money. And investing in the right places, because I'm being honest, my family never taught me that,
1: yeah,
0: and i the only the only advice, and it was useful advice I will say this was don't spend what you don't have mm-hmm. and and they are absolutely right, but that's all they told me when I'm like, there's a strategy to it. There's a game to it. Just like how you guys are investing, you know the game on how to get noticed with your choreographers. You know the game on how to invest in getting those headshots and getting those reels to get noticed, to promote yourself as a dancer. Yeah. It's the same thing with finances. It's the same exact thing. And and I and my husband and I just wanna create that safe space for all of you dancers to discuss finances because you will get there. You will, because finances is everywhere. You you you're saying like, no, finances isn't everything, but I'm kinda like this camera that I'm talking to right <laughs> now. This
1: camera I'm using is is twelve hundred dollars. There you go. That's a that's rent for some people.
0: The camera the the <laughs> where you're watching me on YouTube right now, that costed money. The YouTube, no, but the phone or the tablet you are, or the computer you are watching me right now has to do with money. The place, like look around the four walls, that's money. So it's not everything, no, but it is a part of our lives.
1: covers a lot of things.
0: It does. And we just want to be that safe space for you all. That's all we want to do is just to educate, help you go and get to the next step with their finances, plus Enhancing your artistry. That's yeah,
1: because it's hard to be an artist. Because I hate the term starving artist.
0: Yeah, no, I and hate that, that. That's
1: one of the reasons, like, I, I didn't want to do temper tantrums. Like, I don't just want, I didn't just want to a bunch of fucking starving artists. No, we
0: don't want to no. starve artists. And
1: I, I consider myself like a, a proud capitalist.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but like not in the sense of like you know taking advantage of people, and more in the sense of like capitalizing on our gifts to be of service to other people. Mm-hmm. Like I aimed to. I fought really hard to make sure that my dancers were paid a fair rate. I pay, pay my Vision Paradox employees at a rate that that they deserve. And yeah. you want people to be happy with, with their artistry. It's different when you're an artist who's desperate versus an artist who is coming from a place of abundance. So the only way you come from abundance is not, you know, you don't think about abundance and be like, oh, it's going to happen. You have to be able to take care of what's in front of you.
0: Yeah. It, and
1: if you don't, and it's, you know, it's almost like, you know, I know you motherfuckers have the <laughs> chair or the bed where you throw all the clothes on there and you leave it. <laughs> you know, it's like that. You know, and we and I have to, I have that too. But it's un, not until you take care of it. You know, like all the dirty laundry un, that it's you know clean, so to speak. Yeah. So, so yeah. like so it's it's the same. Like I think, and it's many aspects as well. There's many aspects in our lives that we're our dirty laundry is just there. We're not taking care of it. So finances, I think, is just one domain of life obviously personal health is one of it family loved ones mental health Mm -hmm. there's a lot of aspects it's going to be different for everyone Amen. but it's going to be but it's definitely everything at least needs to be maintained or at least acknowledged
0: and i do go by this quote by ed mylett that is uh really good like really well known in our uh financial business but he mentioned that like the that normal quote that everyone says like don't work harder, work smarter. But he actually said he didn't believe in that. And I'm like, oh my God. So what does he believe in? He said like, yes, work smarter, but also work harder and i'm like oh i like that well it's because like you you need to be smart with your money you need to be a smart dancer whenever you guys are on that audition you have to be smart with your finances and whatever it is that you're going to be prepared for life you have to prepare yourselves mentally physically and emotionally that that's just working smarter but harder is because you know you're passionate about it you know, you want that job. You know, this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Even though I'm adding this avenue of finances, I didn't give up on dance ever. I will never give up on dance. That's my first love. And I will, it's like, and that's going to be my number one passion before finances. This is just some, like, like I said, we just want to be this bridge to create the safe space that like, Hey, we are here for you. If you need absolutely any help, because we've been through it.
1: Yeah, I think to bounce off work smarter, not harder, or it's flipping it to work smart, then hard. It's the very same thing being efficient versus being effective. Mm-hmm. A lot of people try to be efficient first before being effective. For example, if your job in a fucking, if you work in a kitchen is to wash dishes, you know, and you're trying to get, I don't know, become head chef, mm-hmm. you, don't be, you don't get more, you don't get to the next level by washing dishes faster. No. <laughs> Or you don't, your job is to be a choreographer, you know, you, it, it, you, you're, you don't get to that. It's not effective to always be taking classes because in that sense, you're always going to be a dancer. To be effective is to find the thing that moves the needle forward. So if you're working in the kitchen, working on the craft of cooking. Yes. It, so you can become a sous chef. Or if you want to be a choreographer, choreograph every single day. So it's finding that. So that's working smarter than to be efficient is work, what, find what's effective and double it down. So, so if you're gonna be effective, chore- choreographer, how can you be faster at putting out, and creating output every single day? Because at the end of the day, as a choreographer, it's the choreography you put out. So can you do it once a week, twice a week, every single day? You increase your output, you increase your practice, you're effective and working harder at the same time. So be effective first before you are efficient.
0: Let's go. So. That's what I'm gonna say. Let's go. Uh,
1: So yeah, I mean, just to not to not to not confuse that because a lot of people are working faster, but they're going nowhere fast. Oh
0: my gosh, we're a big believer of it's all about the quality, not quantity.
1: Yeah, because yeah, and that's one thing that like to bring into temper tantrum because we're doing a lot of these extra trainings. I think like when I first started, like. I don't want to do any extra training. So I'm like, you should be, you should be knowledgeable. at least to the craft. But that doesn't mean like we're close to adding additional trainings to better our, our company. Like if you want to bring someone to teach you guys a style, we'll do it. But we also want to add other things that will make them, I think, be not just a well-rounded dancer, but a well-rounded individual. Yes. Because like at the end of the day, I, like again, this goes back to me like, oh, I want to pay my dancers. But what they do with that money is up to them. I don't want to be, end up paying... Dancers you know say I'm paying them fifteen hundred a month, and they're still fucking broke. What's the point of that then so that's that's the point of it like of having to teach them like how to handle their money because I know people who are earning or earning some pretty good money but fucking sp- have shit spending habits yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then other things I want to add for tender, temper tantrum is obviously learning how to be- become their own personal brand because like I was telling you guys i i I believe that the personal brand is gonna be the, the ultimate leverage eventually in any future economy for any, as a, whether it's a micro influencer, nano influencer, it's going to give you leverage separate from the company you're working for. Because once you have, if you have a, a platform, you have attention, which is what people will buy. So, which is what I'm trying to do with temper tantrum. Like my idea, and I think, I don't know how often I've shared this, my idea is that everyone in temper tantrum is like a cast, mm-hmm. like on friends like oh that's a Joey <laughs> that's,
0: that's a Joey a mo- that's, that's a, a Rachel that's a Monica yeah. so when
1: like when people look at us oh that's like that's a Liz, such a list thing to do <laughs> that's what i'm thinking because um, ultimately people connect with personalities which is why i'm doing the podcast i love that so and then people buy into the personalities and then people potentially buy merchandise or whatnot but those but ultimately people buy into those personal brands and those personal brands you know i want my dancers to have their own personal brands so so much so that they can eventually leave temper tantrum to do things on their own because it's cool if they stay even better if they leave because they can (laughs) not because they suck (laughs) but even but to the point where they can support themselves Mm -hmm. which is like I don't know. It sounds weird because I don't think any employee or employer wants their employees to leave, but like I'd like them to be able to do that because then, Cause then they
0: got to grow eventually
1: Yeah, because then they grew into their own thing and they blossomed out of it. But who knows? I, there's These are nice little things I'm imagining for the company. We're only like under a year in, but it, we got some nice wins. We got a Kickstarter funded. We got two films coming out. Mm-hmm. So, but.